0: Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show. Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. So glad you are hanging out here. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts and the headlines from around the world that you need to know. Next up, we'll tell you about some great events happening this weekend. Stranger Than Fiction features some drugs served on a Sonic Coney. That's right, true story. And what are the top minor mishaps that we encounter On an annual basis, you might be able to relate to a lot of the list. I know I can. We'll get to that next hour as well. All that more is on the way today. Brought to you by Thurman & Flanagan Attorneys at Law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call. 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now, of course, for your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. First up, Aubrey Anderson Ammonis is sixteen. That's Cameron and Michelle and Mitchell's adopted daughter Lily on Modern Family. DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, is 31. Sonia Walger, who plays Desmond's wife Penny on Lost, is 49. Uncle Cracker, singer, 49 today. James Schaefer, corn guitarist, is 53. Mike, I'm sorry, Max Casella, who plays Benny Fazio on The Sopranos, is 56. Paul Giamatti. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's Chuck Rhodes on Showtime's Billions, 56 today. Jason Isaacs is 60. That is Captain Lorca on Star Trek Discovery. Let's see. Steve Val, classically trained rock guitarist, 63. Colin Quinn, the former SNL cast member, 64. Jim Jimmy Jam, producer. He's produced a bunch of people: Janet Jackson, Mary J. Blige, Mary, uh, Mariah Carey, Prince, TLC, a bunch of Sixty-four. Bjorn Borg, Wimbledon winner, sixty-seven. Sandra Bernhard, who plays Nancy on Roseanne, is sixty-eight. Harvey Firestein, Firestein, is sixty-nine. Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger, is seventy-six today. On this day in history. The YMCA was founded in London in 1844. In 1925, the Chrysler Corporation was founded by Walter Percy Chrysler. In 1933, the, f- the first drive-in movie theater opened in New Jersey, Camden, New Jersey, as a matter of fact. In 1944, Allied forces stormed the beaches of Normandy, France on D-Day. In 1962, the Beatles auditioned for producer George Martin, at EMI Studios. He signed them, and it was later renamed Abbey Road Studios. In 1968, stock car racer Buddy Baker drove into the wall at Smoky Mountain Raceway. As he was taken away in an ambulance, the back door opened, and he fell out. He survived that, too, and went on to continue racing. In 1968, Robert Kennedy died at the Good Samaritan Hospital in Los Angeles at 1.44 a.m. Pacific Time, a little over 20 hours After he was shot by Sirhan Sirhan. In 1971, the final episode of the Ed Sullivan Show aired. In 1980, Urban Cowboy was released. And let's see here. Supreme Court ruled that people who smoke marijuana for medical purposes can be prosecuted for violating federal drug laws. Even if their doctors have specifically recommended it to ease their pain. I didn't know that. That happened on this date. In 2005, Russell Crowe arrested, in 2005 as well, for throwing a phone at a hotel clerk. Golly, Uh, let's see here, and... In 2011, Congressman Anthony Weiner from New York admitted he tweeted inappropriate pictures of himself and resigned 10 days later. And finally, 2013, the Washington Post published classified NSA documents that raised invasion of privacy concerns about the government's global surveillance. They were leaked by CIA whistleblower Edward Snowden. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. First up, let's take a look here. The longest main street in the country is located in Island Park, Idaho. It's 33 miles long. That is a long main street. It would take a vampire about 6 minutes and 24 seconds to drain 15% of your blood by biting your neck. Enough for them to feed without affecting your circulation or heart rate. Wow, what a weird random fact. It's definitely heavy on the random. George Lucas originally hoped Yoda would be played by a monkey wearing a mask. Okay. Holtzville, New York, has the lowest zip code, 00501. Alaska, Ketchikan, 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 Alaska, has the highest zip code at 99950. And the world record for competing in the most Olympics is 10. Wow, that's nearly 40 years, right? I guess 36 years total. A Canadian named Ian Miller debuted in the equestrian event at the Summer Olympics in 1972 and competed every year until 2012, except in 1980 when Canada boycotted. But he only won one medal, a silver, in 2008 for team jumping. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman & Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call four seven nine two five three. 479 one, two, three, four. Getting a look now at your headlines, the SEC sued Binance, alleging the overseas company operated an illegal trading platform in the U.S. and misused customers' funds. The lawsuit accused the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, as well as its founder and controlling shareholder, Ping Zhao, with diverting the money to a trading firm he controlled in order to make Binance's volume appear larger than it was. Binance also allegedly concealed that it commingled billions of dollars in customer assets and sent them to another zhao controlled trading firm. U.S. regulators looking to raise large banks' overall capital requirements by roughly 20% on average. They're on track to propose the changes as early as this month, people familiar with the plan said. The precise size of the buffer banks are required to hold and absorb potential losses. I'm sorry, required to hold on... This is the amount they are required to hold to absorb potential losses uh, which that amount depends on their business activities and reliance on fee income such as investment banking or wealth management. Regulators say the moves will help boost the resilience of the banking system after a spate of mid-sized banks failures. Uh, mid bank failures earlier this year. And yesterday, Apple unveiled its much-anticipated Vision Pro headset. It allows users to experience virtual reality and apps overlaid on the real world. It's going to be selling for about $3,500 and won't be available until early next year. It's a new way both to interact with the digital content in the physical space using one using one's hands, eyes, and voice, and to experience movies, TV shows, and games in a more immersive way. And Wall Street is backing off bets that the Fed's going to make large interest rate cuts this year. Derivatives markets show investors expect the central bank's target rate to sit at 5% at year-end. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you're having a great Tuesday so far. One of the events that marks one of the most special things that happens in our area is happening this weekend it's the 37th annual ice cream social happening on the Berryville Square the historic downtown Berryville Square great events for the family lots of fun, live music crafts oh the food, the vendor the games, bouncy house and the ice cream all kind of great stuff happening and it kicks off Thursday, 5 p.m., the Miss Royal Scoop pageant at the Berryville Community Center, which is always a great event. And then, of course, Friday, the event opens up at 10 with Mayor Tim McKinney. you got live music going on shortly thereafter as well. The Kitty Corral is open around 11, and live music throughout the day, and then it happens again on Saturday as well, so... Lots of stuff to do. One of my most fond memories as a kid is hanging out at the Ice Cream Social. And uh, so it's a great event. Great event for the family. Uh, My kids love the ice cream. Uh, Last week, of course, or last week. Last year. It's always, always a great, great event. There's also going to be a talent show happening on Friday at 3 p.m. on the entertainment stage. You can go to the Berryville Chamber Website to uh, sign up for that. But uh, it is going to be a fantastic time. There's also going to be a... What is this? This is going to be a 5K. There's going to be a 5K on Saturday. $30 a runner. And you get a free t-shirt with it. It says if you sign up by May 28th. So you may be a little bit after that. Yeah. But there's going to be medals for first through third place. The race starts at 9 a.m., on saturday lots and there's just too many events to name and i'm going to tell you what go to our website and get the entire list at kthsradio.com it's time for stranger than fiction well recently a lady ordered some food at sonic in new mexico and got more than she bargained for she ordered a cheese coney with a coke and heavy on the word coke an unnamed female customer reported that last Tuesday she ordered the Coney Dog, bit into it, and there was a plastic bag filled with some kind of powder. Turns out it was a baggie of cocaine. Thankfully, she did not actually ingest it. She spit it out, called the cops, and they arrested a 54-year-old man working at the Sonic who inadvertently placed the baggie in her order as he was preparing it. Apparently, in the surveillance footage, he gets stressed out and is looking around like he's lost something. Yeah, he apparently didn't mean to do it, He did later admit to buying the cocaine earlier in the parking lot, and the man was charged with felony possession and also getting the order wrong. Welcome to Sonic. Uh, We're serving cocaine here along with your tots. Uh, Nope, that's not what I was supposed to be doing. That's stranger than fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant, good Tuesday morning to you. Hope you're having a fantastic morning so far. I found this list, thought that it was kind of interesting because I can relate to several things. Apparently... Minor mishaps plague us all from time to time. And apparently, it is going around the internet. People are making lists of embarrassing things. They call them minor mishaps. Uh Uh-huh. The average person has 84 minor mishaps every year, according to the survey. That's one every four or five days. 87% say they're usually unavoidable people were asked to rank the top ones that they've experienced texting the wrong person got the most votes never done that it's even worse if you are texting about the person that you inadvertently texted uh huh like you bring their name up cuz you're thinking about something about them yeah it's n- n- not a good thing to do but if you've done it you're not alone here's some other Minor mishaps: Saying hi to someone you thought you knew, but it was a total stranger. That ever happened to you? I wonder why the person was looking at you a little bit weird. Uh, here's another one that people report. not Probably not as common around here, right? Getting on the wrong train or bus. Laundry mistakes is another minor mishap that people tend to commit, like shrinking stuff or turning it into a different color altogether. Uh, what about your phone going off in a place where it should have been on silent? You're sitting in church, and everybody knows you're... Kanye West ringtone now uh, trying to unlock your car and then realizing that's not your car <laughs> I don't know how does that happen these days uh, I've, you know you, I've definitely walked up to the wrong vehicle and realized oh this isn't even my vehicle what about forgetting to cancel a subscription that you never use so it renews again yeah that happens all the time uh, let's see sitting on the remote and changing the channel Does that happen to you? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Accidentally blasting music because your headphones weren't paired. Yes, I've definitely done that. And here's one. Has this ever happened to you? Following your GPS only to realize you put in the wrong destination. Those are minor mishaps. Let us know if you've got some. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you are having a great Tuesday. So far, we're hoping to make it even better of course, this hour brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at Ozarkjustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234. Well, are you finding yourself struggling in your job? You don't like it so much. Well, at least you're not being chased by dogs every day. Unless, of course, you're a mailman. The U.S. Postal Service just released its annual report on dog attacks. Yes, they they have a report on this. They say more than 5,300 of their employees were attacked last year which is down a little bit by about 100 attacks from 2021. California and Texas were the top states again which makes sense since they have the most people. One in five attacks happened in those states but there's a new number one city for dogs attacking mailmen. We're talking about cities not the state here. Congratulations Houston. Houston we have a problem. It uh, jumped from second to first. Cleveland was number one last year, but dropped to fourth. So maybe they're getting their dog problem under control. The top five cities for dogs attacking postal workers were Houston, L.A., Dallas, Cleveland, and San Diego. Wow, who knew they had a statistic there? But uh, nonetheless, there's something about that little mail truck that my dog cannot stand more than any other vehicle except for the UPS truck, UPS, FedEx. Yeah, my dog keys in on them. Just knows the sound and is ready to pounce. Of course, as soon as they give him a treat, you know, he's, he's good to go. So, there we go. Maybe that's part of, maybe it's extortion. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. All right. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Attorney General Tim Griffin yesterday said that his office had certified the ballot language for a referendum on the Arkansas Learns Act. The certification is the first step of approval of the Learns Act being up to voters in the November 2024 election, Griffin stated that accepting the proposed referendum was based strictly on the referendum title being deemed as not misleading. He said, quote, the legislature has authorized the attorney general to reject a ballot title for only one reason, if it's misleading or not. Because this ballot title largely cuts and pastes at great length from the Learns Act, I can't conclude that it's misleading. I have therefore certified it, Griffin said in a statement. Griffin continued that the ballot title's 8,000-word length makes it the longest in Arkansas history by a large margin. He indicated that the Arkansas Supreme Court may still reject the ballot title due to its complexity. And an Arkansas woman's been charged after she shot, attempted to burn, and left a man dead at a property in Fulton County. According to online court records, 30-year-old Stacy Hickman, He's been charged with first-degree murder and abuse of a corpse and is being held in the Fulton County Jail on a $1 million bond. And finally, the Diamond Hogs, and their season has come to an end. The Razorbacks fell to the TCU Horned Frogs 12-4 in Fayetteville yesterday in the Fayetteville Regional. Then now it is no more baseball in Fayetteville. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And this hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A feel-good story right here for you. A Tennessee man is supporting his daughter through her cancer treatment by shaving his head. Yeah, He's been growing it for nine years, and his name's DeAndre Thomas. Here he is talking about it, then his daughter brielle thomas chimes in as well take a listen initially before chemo even started like i'm with you every step of the way whatever happens i'm gonna be with you and i'm gonna do whatever i can to be here to support you if i tell them the story and how much people support you in it and the love and prayers you get from other people that can probably help somebody that's also going through it wow that is uh, what a cute kid huh wow a sad situation but it's brightened up by the light there from her dad's support and then just what a really fantastic attitude that she has going through that can't imagine but it is certainly encouraging to hear a story like that not only to be thankful but also uh, to see that the shining of a light there is contagious good morning